Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So welcome to episode three of our success journey. This is Mark. I'm here with my co-host, Brad. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Kansas is treating us well. The barbecue here is as good as they advertise. That's good. It's a W right there. <laughs> yeah. Your week's been okay? Yeah, can't complain. Uh, I got my phone replaced today, so that's good. Nice. <clears throat> Other than that, it's just been work and family and trying to figure stuff out. So, you know, can't complain. Yeah. Life. Indeed. <laughs> I've been thinking this week because I'm, uh, I'm in this program, trying to study for tests, get through medical school, etc. And it's easy to get weighed down. And, uh, we've been talking about mindset and optimism and all this stuff. And something that came to my mind this week that I wanted to explore a little bit is the idea of gratitude. Okay. Um, for example, Oprah Winfrey is a big proponent of the idea that she keeps a gratitude journal. So she writes down all the stuff good that happens her that she's grateful for. And she's very grateful for this and very grateful for that. And I thought that was interesting and they say an attitude of gratitude and stuff like this. Um, and I was on Facebook and I was reading a post of a friend of mine who is in Grenada right now at the medical school in the Caribbean. And I know for a fact that he hates it. He absolutely hates being there. <laughs> His wife really, really hates that place. She just can't wait to get out of it. Oh, that <laughs> she's sucks. just, she's chomping at the bit. But it's interesting because whenever they get on Facebook, they talk about how much they love it. They're so happy. It's so great. And they're kind of fronting for everybody because when you talk to them in private, they're like, oh, yeah, this this is the worst place. This is a third world country. Actually, when I left the island, he helped me move. He dropped me off at the airport. And when he first was looking at coming to the medical school, I talked to him and he kind of came on my recommendation and now that he's there, you know, almost two years later when he dropped me off at the, the airport to go home, he's like, why didn't you tell me how terrible this place was? And I'm like, cause you wouldn't have come. And he's like, exactly. He was all mad at me. He's like, you should have been more honest about how, you know, just awful this Island is and how miserable it is and stuff. And so I, it reminds me of a lot of people I know who pretend to be grateful for what they have. I have a friend who always said, fake it until you make it. And that always bothered me for some reason. But I know a lot of people who always constantly are posting uh, the most optimistic things about their life. Like I knew one guy, really funny, he would post, I love my wife, she's so great. You know, she goes to work and she's, you know, making money to help provide for the family and blah, 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 blah. He was posting this, 
while he was in bed with the girl he was cheating on his wife with. I just knew the girl. She she was a girl I knew, and so she was telling me the story. And I'm like, man, people really make this facade, you know? And so <clears throat> I wonder, like, is the idea fake it till you make it or present this idea that you're happy and optimistic and stuff all the time? Is that really the same as like gratitude as like authenticity you know i i I agree with you um i'm not sure that it is solely because most people have that fake it till you make it mentality they um genuinely like in that situation it's blatantly obvious he genuinely doesn't appreciate and love his wife he's genuinely not grateful for for whatever's going on and it's just throwing up that front that facade um right so i i think that fake it till you make it works if you're genuinely like committing down that path anyways but if so like you're our just... friends go ahead because i just i gave a whole spectrum of examples oprah's authentic my friend in grenada hates it there but i wonder if he's trying to like it or the guy who's absolutely doesn't mean at all is cheating on his wife but wants everyone to think that he's being authentic what about somebody like my buddy in Grenada? Would fake it till you make it work for him? Like, like the island? Do you think? Yes, and here's why. Uh, I don't know if you remember this in this evening, but you probably do. So we, Kylie and I, we both struggle a lot. Sure. That first term we were out there until that night we were out to, there with us. Yeah, like I mean, being next door neighbors and stuff really helped. Uh, that helped a ton, <laughs> but. Uh, until that night at Prickly Bay's Pizza, we were there. My kids were dancing and the you know, music and just the, the true ambiance of the island. I was able to actually like sit back. So before I was a whole fake until you make it, just putting up that good front, trying to be strong, trying to trying to actually enjoy the place and enjoy my time there. Right. And so some days it was more successful than others, but that night is when it kind of all triggered. And then. I did a whole reversal where I actually did enjoy it there. I actually did enjoy the little nuances. I enjoyed the people. I enjoyed um, all the, you know, all the little quirks and the things that irritated me. I started mm. to enjoy it. I started to actually feel like it was a good place for for us to be at that time, which is kind of sure. ironic because that's pretty much about the time that we ended up having to. But uh, but so I think I think in that circumstance. I think the fake it till you make it works because it worked for me. But obviously, if you're not genuinely trying to make it, if you genuinely just don't care whether or not you achieve that goal, I don't think fake it till you make it works. So I really don't consider that the same as gratitude, like you were saying with with Oprah, where she just that's just how she is. That's her personality, and I think it's okay to want that personality. And obviously, um, we all like some of the key characteristics that all wealthy people and successful people have in common is they're completely honest and upfront and they're, they're genuine and they're grateful. Like gratitude is one of the key factors. It's really funny, really ironic. Um, yeah. cause you wouldn't think that, but I mean, we all need to kind of build that up. And so I think the fake Italian makes it to do that. But if you are genuinely not grateful for anything that's happening, then the fake Italian make it doesn't work in that circumstance, in my opinion. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. I think you're right. And I think one of the differences 
is my buddy in Grenada in public in the public view when he writes on Facebook and stuff and his wife gets on Facebook and they show these pictures of this gorgeous island and these you know pretty beaches and the stuff that they're doing they saw monkeys and they went into the rainforest and they're doing these local dances and food and coconut eating and stuff and it looks really fun in public and it shows the best view when everybody can see on Facebook but then kind of behind closed doors when you're talking to him privately they're like oh yeah I hate it here. This is the most terrible island, and here's a thousand reasons why. <laughs> well, and I think it's easy to... Yeah? I was going to say, and that's kind of hard, too, because, you know, going back to the whole, like, filters and stuff, like, he's only seeing the negative because that's what he's fixated on, which is kind of ironic because he's showing the positive to the rest of the world, but he genuinely is only seeing the negative. Right. They just find that a little funny, but... That is true. And maybe posting on Facebook is a way for them to try to start seeing the positive. I don't know. I've always thought it was interesting. I used to date a girl one time, long time ago. And she was always super friendly, super happy and outgoing with people and stuff like that. She was always ultra positive. But I could always peel back the layers. Um, and so when I was hanging out with her, it was just me and her. I'm like, you're miserable. You you've got all this stuff going on and you're totally miserable and all this stuff. And she's like, well, you know, you've got to fake it till you make it. And I thought it was kind of neurotic. Like it was being dishonest with what she was happy with. She was almost avoiding the stuff that she hated, but at some level, I don't know. All of her interactions were more positive because she was positive and she had a lot of friends and she was social and stuff, but she was avoiding the problems that were making her unhappy, you know? Yeah, which is hard because then that starts to build up and it starts to eat away at you and it starts to to kind of break you down. And so yeah. when you're trying to be the whole individual that you want to be, it's really hard to do that when you have um, these little things that just eat away at you and that are just kind of tearing you apart, so to speak. So it's almost like I like the idea of fake it till you make it, but instead of faking it, to people outside of yourself and being honest with yourself about how you really feel switch that i would almost take it and reverse it and i think that's what generosity or like gratitude allows us to do you know is if i keep track of the things i'm grateful or i just have you know to myself i say you know i am grateful like there are elements about kansas that are hard but I actually do like the people here. The Kansas barbecue is pretty cool and it's fun to travel. And I just like to be able to out, get out and go on the road and be with my family. And there's a bunch of things that I really do like. Somebody reminded me once that when I go to that island for medical school, it's going to be hard. But if you take time to just smell the roses once in a while, it'll make you happy. It'll keep you sane. And so that's something that I try to do on the island is once in a while, I'd, you know, every night I try to go for a swim or a run or something, even if it was just the most terrible day. I try to get out and just see the island for how gorgeous it really is, despite everything I hated about it, how poor I was, how terrible school was. And my teacher yelled at me today and I had all these, you know, I've got all these homework and tests and stuff coming just to take a minute and really just appreciate where you're at but it wasn't for anybody else's sake i wasn't showing anybody else i wasn't showing off or anything it was for me just authentically just me by myself i'd go for a run up to the lighthouse at the end of the peninsula and I'd just like to 
take a minute just to take it in, you know? I think that's the key difference there is it wasn't like with your buddy, he's, he's Facebooking, the, you know, posting <laughs> on Facebook, like to show off to everyone else, the, the disingenuousness of what he's actually feeling like. But with you, what you were talking about, it, it's really, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. If you're faking it to yourself, I think the fake it till you make it works. But if you're just trying to put up that good front and that facade and, you know, be the perfect individual that, or, you know, pretend to be the perfect individual that you're trying to pretend to be, I I think it'll never work. And 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 not to call out my buddy, because I think everybody does it. I mean, I find myself doing it. When I post on Facebook, it's like, oh, I'm in Kansas and here's this cool picture and stuff. I mean, everybody does it. If it's just an effort not to be negative online or if you're just trying to show off or trying to present the best side of yourself, every single person does it. Yeah. But I think, well, I, think I think like you were saying, there the is that is element where you have to internalize it though. Is yeah. to make to make that that faking until you make it just between you and yourself, essentially. Like that's where I'm trying to focus. That's who so it, again, like you see all this stuff online, it, it's almost like competition. It's almost people, well, you know, I got to go do this cool vacation that you didn't get to go do, or I get to I do know. this and I can do that. Or, you know, I went to the gym and now I can lift, you know, 20 pounds more. And it's like, well, who are you trying to impress? Right. No, but when you're saying, you know, I'm better, stronger, faster, smarter, wealthier, whatever than I was yesterday. I think that's being grateful and that's being genuine and that's being honest with yourself. But when it's you know comparing yourself to somebody else, you're you're tempted to embellish things a little bit more, or to to throw up <laughs> that front and that facade and that wall a lot quicker. Right, and that's just human nature. We all suffer yeah. with that, right? I I don't blame people for doing it. Like you said, we we're all guilty of that from from time to time. But I think limiting that would be beneficial because you want people to genuinely trust you i mean with that buddy True. who is throwing up all that stuff on on facebook that he's super happy and everything's perfect and then he's telling you that you know this is miserable i hate it here i hate it here that seems know. you know funny and and cute because we can all relate to him but when it comes yeah. to business matters and, and someone that you're going to potentially work with in the future i'm not saying you are but when it comes to that kind of stuff if he's saying one thing to somebody else and something to you like that honesty is crucial and, and, and which side do you trust? Right. You know what I mean? So that's where I say you got to be careful. It's kind of a slippery slope and it's a dangerous place to be when you're talking, especially between um, a lot of successful people work together and they do joint mm-hmm. ventures and they help each other along the way. But if, if that if the genuineness isn't there and that fake until you make it isn't internal so much as it is external, I think it can bite you in the butt in the end or you know you might miss out on a deal or an opportunity because because someone's like you know you know they this just needs to be you know i don't know i'm trying to think of a way to to, to say what i'm thinking but but how it could just kind of catch you off guard or or come to to not work out for you at a deal or something because someone's misinterpreting your fake until you make an attitude for lying or being disingenuous right being a yes man or something. Yeah. I think the problem that I have with even the terminology fake it till you make it is being fake just feels wrong to me. I mean, even if it's just yourself, you're faking it. And maybe that 
because it, it connotates that like you don't believe it you're not in that state of belief and that's fine I mean, you got to start somewhere but it, it almost feels like <clears throat> i want to find a way to really be grateful to really feel the way i want to feel and so i'm thinking you know with oprah's way of being grateful she writes down the things she's grateful with i wonder if instead of i don't know faking things actually finding stuff that you genuinely already feel grateful for and the more you start looking for that stuff i think the more you start seeing in your life you know like oh man i I met that guy and he was a great mentor i'm really grateful for that or this conference that we're going to i found time to do that that's i'm really grateful for this product and these things and these opportunities and the more you start really focusing on the good things that have happened in your life i think the more it's real you know you don't have to fake the gratitude for that you know well, and you start to see the good things, and then you're you're right. kind of adjusting your filters and adjusting your perception, and so you're seeing sure. more and more good. And I think as a whole, it's gonna, you know, make you more of what you wanted to be, like you said, um, mm. just being that true grateful person all around, not just not just when it's convenient or when something good is actually happening. Right. It's all so, part of this, like reprogramming your brain to be successful. You want to see opportunity around you. You want to feel gratitude. You want to feel like you're in abundance and you want to focus on these things. And it kind of brings me the original topic I was really thinking about. Something that's kind of been in my head is the idea like Robert Kiyosaki and a whole bunch of, I mean, not him specifically, but everybody, like a whole bunch of like money gurus and stuff, they talk about how you should donate to charity. You know, and a lot of religions um, like you to pay tithing. They put out, you know, the the collection basket and stuff that they pass around and stuff. And everybody, every book I've ever read always talks about you should take like 10% of your money and donate it to some kind of charity or some kind of tithing or some kind of... But you should be giving money away. You should be generous with what you have. And I've read books where it talks about, you know, the more generous you are with people the more money you'll find that you have. And I always thought that was weird. I'm like, well, how is giving money away going to help you? And so I've been trying to like break it down and analyze it. And I think one of the things is the act of having money to give to somebody is an authentic act where you, you can't help but be grateful. You can't help but feel that you live in abundance. A book I read once said, you know, if you give a certain amount of money away, First off, it teaches you how to live on less than you're making, so you're not spending every dime. And the other thing is it helps you feel like you, I mean, when you have that, when you have that, you're not spending every dime you have. It feels like you're living in abundance. I read something once that said, the difference between feeling like you're drowning and living paycheck to paycheck and feeling like you've got all the money in the world, it's about 10 bucks, about 50 bucks or something. It's just a couple of dollars. But if you get to the end of the month, and you've just got a couple bucks left extra and you weren't completely stretched so thin you're going to die, you feel good. And medically, there's a ton of benefits to that. Like People who are poor and feel like they're so stretched all the time have this cortisol response and they literally die. It kills you. Um, but to be able to give money, that you are actually setting aside money to give to other people, can't help but make you feel like you're living in a life of abundance anyway. 
and it makes you feel grateful for what you have and it helps you feel like you're giving to other people you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i was actually going to bring that up i like that whole idea because like robert kiyosaki and a lot of them talk about the 70 30 rule where you know the first 30 percent up front is a must treat it as a bill you mm. uh pay yourself so put money into savings 10 percent 10 percent to a charity and then 10 percent towards investing right. and then then the remaining 70 percent you live off of uh, and like you said i think it helps you take that 70% and feel more grateful for what you can afford and what you can do with that 70%. Because like you said, you literally are, are physically and capable and, and in every way in a position to, to give money away without expecting anything in return. It's not, you know, putting money into the lottery and hoping you're going to win big, knowing that you're probably <laughs> going to lose it. That's not giving it away under the, the proper terms. And I think when you, when you start to, to, to focus on other people, it helps you see more of what you do have. Even if mm-hmm. even if you're just giving away time to someone who appears more successful and wealthy than you, you start to see that you know there are things in your life that are better than theirs. That nobody's life is perfect. Nobody you know has a, an easy ride through life, and it just kind of helps you focus on others and not so focused on yourself that you can kind of sit back, take a uh, you know, a, a big picture view of your life and see the things that you really are grateful for. I think that's part of the key with gratitude is to stop being so focused and to take that step back, do some meditation, whatever you got to do, just kind of back up, think about, you know, the negatives and the positives and mm-hmm. really start to see the things that, that, you know, that mean something to you or that are beneficial to you or that, that can help you to, you know, just keep that positive attitude and that mentality where you want it to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we talked about success as far as like Maslow's hierarchy of needs and how that affects what our definition of success is and stuff like that. Where first it starts at more base levels. And a lot of people think of success as financial because we're all hurting financially, at least a lot of us, you know. And so our idea of success starts with, man, I just want to have enough that I don't have to stretch so thin to buy groceries or I want to be able to live in a a house and pay the house payment. And then as we get more successful financially, it's like, Oh, I want a bigger house and more comfort and stuff like that. And these luxuries that we start introducing. But then after we've gotten so much financial success, it goes on to more social needs. You know, I want to feel my place of belonging in the society and my social interactions with people. And, And then it goes up to higher, like, your personal self-esteem and stuff like that. And so I think something like donating to charity or just being generous with your time, your money and stuff like that. I think it kind of meets the success needs on like every level. Cause you're, you're participating in society. You're helping people, you're developing relationships and financially you're feeling more like a giver than a taker, which changes your whole perspective. Absolutely. And then, like you said, you start, I think there is almost a tier structure to the Maslow stuff, and that's the way he writes it as well. But you you talk to a lot of successful people and a lot of people who are wealthy and, you know, whatever their definition of success is, a lot of them started out with, I just want to be financially free. Right. And then they start shifting their focus because they see, then they're grateful for their financial freedom. But then it's like, well, 
I still don't feel fulfilled. So mm-hmm. how do I do that? Um, you start then working on, like you said, your social interactions. You start working on your relationships with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, with business partners. You start working on relationships with people. And then you still, you know, there's still that little bit of a void. And it's like, well, how do I truly feel about myself? Am I really grateful for, you know, the, the, the skills that I have, the, the talents, the gifts, and even the shortcomings and flaws and vices and things? Am I grateful for all those? Am I grateful for mm-hmm. who I am? You know, that when I sit there on my deathbed, am I going to have regrets? Or am I going to look back at a life well lived and, and, and know that I, that I am truly comfortable with what I did and who I was and that I'm okay with that? And, you know, that's you know, not even talking religiously, just morally, how do I feel? Do I feel like I am the person that I wanted to become or did I fall short? Mm. And I think gratitude is a first step to that. And I think it's a lot, yeah. and it's in every step of that, though. You have to, to be grateful for the things that you have. And then you start to, like you said, you start to want more. And that's not to say you're not grateful for those other things. You just You just start wanting more and then you can be grateful for those things. And then... Yeah, people reach financial freedom and they're they're grateful for that. But it's like, well, I still want more. Now I want my relationships to to be strong and to be healthy and to be, you know, a good relationship. And then they're grateful for that. And it's like, well, then what do I do? Then it's like mm-hmm. the hard one, and that's internalizing this and truly making it who you are. And I think that's that's kind of the pinnacle of it is is truly being grateful for for you. It's easy to be grateful for things that other people are doing for you, for, you know, when your wife does something for you or a friend does something for you, or you're grateful for the opportunity and the ability to help other people. But I think it's really difficult to be grateful for yourself. I know that sounds weird and almost selfish, but that's not the point. I think that that's kind of the challenge is to, to kind of get the mindset to that point. Does that make sense or am I just rambling? I've been grateful for yourself. Yeah. Of like what you can offer to other people or something. Well, and even what you can, what you have become and, you know, you're grateful for the, the time that you put in and the efforts that you put in that you don't feel like it's been fruitless and it's been worthless. So you start mm-hmm. to, cause a lot of times, you know, gratitude that you're expressing for other people, it's not always financial. A lot of it's time they put in or, you know, the thought and, and I think the key is, is when you internalize this, is take that time and the thought and, and the efforts. And sometimes you just have to do it for yourself too. And that's not to be selfish, but you need to, to put time in to better yourself. And, and it's good to sit back and, you know, have, feel that and internalize that gratitude for the, the time that you put in for yourself. I'm kind of getting off track and I'm not really making sense anymore. But Well, one of the things I think is interesting like you read these self-help books or you know books about business and how to be success-minded and stuff like that. And one thing that comes up that I've seen is when you write people will write self-affirmations. They'll look at themselves in the mirror, you know, I am successful, I am this, I am that. And they tell themselves who they are and try to re redefine their beliefs about themselves, all this stuff. But one thing that I read that was really interesting was somebody they kind of put a twist on that and they said what you do is sit down and try to feel the sense of gratitude that you want to feel after you have achieved the success that you have that you want to have 
And so if you want to be a successful you know, business guy, you want to make a million dollars or something, sit down and really feel that gratitude, that sense of gratitude. Like I'm so grateful it worked out. And this, I, you know, this business thing and all the opportunities that happened and, and the stuff that just came out of nowhere, you know, these these random contacts I made and the mentors that I found and the, the, the opportunities that I didn't even know were there that came into my life that made this happen. I'm just so grateful for the people around me, for the opportunities, the hard work we all did, the success that we enjoy, and to sit and focus on that sense of gratitude. And that was one of the most profound things I've done. Like I sat there and write, I wrote out a, you know, personal affirmations. I am so good. I am a happy person. People like me, blah, blah, blah. But to sit and feel grateful instead of coming from a place where I want this or I'm trying to, you know, I don't know. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be this and this. But instead to feel grateful. It's like changed my whole perspective. You know? Yeah, I think the with that, just adding that emotion to it. Because before, you know, the self-affirmations, it's easy to make it a wish list. Sure. And, and not really put a whole lot of effort in it. You can throw out the, the generic answers of, you know, right. I want to be wealthy. I want to be famous. <laughs> I want to be popular. And it's like, well, no. With I feel that, like it comes from it, the wrong place. Agreed. Like, I want to be this for me. And I want to do this for me. And I want, I want, I want. But when you hit it from the other side where it's, you know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I express gratitude. It's like a a totally different theme, you know? Yeah. I'll have to sit down and try that. I've not, I've actually never heard that. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a profound idea when I heard it. I thought, well, that was really interesting. It's like reprogramming your mind in your feelings, your emotions, your beliefs, and all these things, you know, these limiting beliefs and stuff that hold you back. But it reprograms you to be in a sense of gratitude, and it, like, reshifts all of your paradigms. You know, like, some of the things that hold people back from being successful is, did I do enough work yet? Do I deserve it? Am I the type of person, blah, blah, blah. And there's all these, I don't know, most check marks that I feel like we're waiting to feel like we deserve success before we feel comfortable really achieving it. And I think this feeling gratitude thing is the acknowledgement that you deserve it. But it's not like an egotistical thing. It's a grateful thing. Like that it all happened. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that it all worked out and I'm at the place I want to be. When it I gives you like... that... oh, go ahead. oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, it gives you that positive emotion that you can always mm. go back to. And you can right. always yearn for that. And so it, it, it alleviates kind of that selfishness factor when seeking, especially when you're talking financial sure. successes and things. Because it's, it's easy to fall yeah, into that. It, it absolutely is. But instead of like seeking after wealth, you're just seeking after that feeling again. Seeking right. after getting back to that, that, that point where you genuinely were grateful for, for everything. Right. I think a lot of people, when they think of... You know, like you look at the uh, Occupy Wall Street. That's what it is. Occupy Wall Street. They 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 pick they depict this caricature of the rich business guy, and he's this greedy guy who's just consuming as much as he can. And he doesn't care about anybody else, but it's all greed, greed, greed. And just 
having that sense of gratitude totally differentiates you out of that that stereotype that you know most people think you're just greedy and insensitive and don't care about anybody else but when you actually sit down and you feel kind of almost humbled and grateful and you are charitable and you donate to to other people and you know you give your time and effort and stuff like that i don't know it, it puts you in that frame i think it almost starts to program you to see the world like that as opposed to if you sit around and say i want money i want this i think it's easy to fall into that almost paradigm of being the greedy businessman you know and i think it's better to be in a place where you can be successful but feel grateful for it and want to give back to the community you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's a good thought so then the question is is and i know we've kind of talked a little bit about this but how do you how do you get to that point of gratitude i mean what does it take uh, first and foremost thing that comes to mind is you need to to not be focused so much on others and actually just be focused on your own emotions and and not really care what other people think to a certain extent because you know to truly feel gratitude it's kind of uh, it's kind of hard to describe but it's kind of like a one-sided emotion where mm. you don't really care what someone else is thinking about it like you know if someone does something for you goes out of their way and, and mows your lawn or, or whatever like it's easy to feel gratitude and it's like well, i don't even care what their motives were I appreciate what they did. I appreciate the time, the effort, the mm -hmm. energy, the thought, whatever. But I, like, so then how do we start from scratch with that gratitude? Because a lot of times, I mean, I've talked to you about, you know, with work and things like that. There are days that I'm just fried and burned out and gratitude is the last thing <laughs> on my mind. On those days, how do I sit down and reflect and have this kind of a, an internal dialogue and, and, and shift the paradigms? How do I, how do I sit down and I, and how do I do this? Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's why, you know, Oprah talks about keeping a gratitude journal. So one thing that I've heard is that when you focus on all the things you're grateful for, you start noticing how many things are wonderful about your life, you know, whereas it's easy to go home and complain and be like, yeah, you know, this thing was this this invoice was more expensive and this process was too much you know this we came in over budget and we weren't we were over time we didn't meet our time deadlines and stuff like that. and there's a million things to complain about oh you know i'm not getting enough interest oh my new employee sucks and if you focus on that it's the more you think about it the more you have this giant list of things you hate in your life but i think if you start almost like over you know i don't know if you have to write them down but it's almost nice just to stop and think, you know, I have full use of all my limbs. I know people who don't. I have health. I've got a family who backs me up. You know, I've got a house, a roof over my head. Even if you have to just start as basic, because maybe that's all you have. I don't have a jet. It's hard to be grateful for a jet I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> but it's almost, it's a habit. And a lot of... Uh, like business and success things that I've read about is it's almost you've got to reprogram yourself out of your bad habits and into your good habits. I think that's what differentiates people who are successful from people who aren't. It's not, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's not how much money is in your bank account because 
You can have a bunch of money in your bank account and lose it. Or you can have no money in your bank account and gain it. It's how you, you, how you deal with money and how you do things. And those are all your habits, your patterns of behavior. And I think this is one that all rich people have, or at least the ones that I want to be like. And says, so just start with where you are. I don't know. Because, I mean, everybody's got something. There's something to be grateful with. Yeah, if you can't it, think of a single thing that you're grateful for, that's your problem. Yeah, if you can't think of anything that you're grateful for, you need to rethink your relationships and your job and all this kind of stuff. So I think one of the things that you're you're kind of saying is that you need to realize that this is also going to take time. This isn't something that oh, happens yeah. overnight. This isn't some instantaneous shift. You know, it's like... Well, maybe for know, me, anyway. I know some people who are just really grateful, good people who this will be easy for. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, anyone who would hopefully be listening to this topic is necessarily like not necessarily struggling, but it's something they they want to, they want to hear. And it's a process that they want to work on. So I don't know. That's something I have to remind myself, like all this stuff, all these shifts in momentum and, and all these changes that, um, that you know that we're making and that I make internally and changing my mindset and my attitude and changing you know truly how I feel about things it, it doesn't happen overnight it's something that took time and it's a process there's an ongoing process I will never be grateful enough there's always oh, yeah. more and more that I can see to be grateful for and I think that's another key thing too is just not stopping there's never a point in anything that you're seeking success in that you have reached the pinnacle and you can coast and do nothing mm -hmm. and you're still going to maintain perfection in that area or whatever your your goal is. Like it's a, a daily process. And like I said, it's just something you start to see more and more. And it becomes easier and easier. And then you make it part of your daily routine. And then it really starts to change your behaviors and your attitude and your mindset and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about in the past trying to be positive and be around positive people and keep that optimism, you know. And it's it is work, especially if you're super pessimistic like me, you know. Yeah. To <laughs> you claim to be a realist, but in all reality, it's just this innate cynicism. I'm just rah, everybody's out there to screw you, hippie guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting. One, I, I think it's interesting that when I give money, you know, or I give time or something, when I donate something to charity or whatever, I feel different about the world around me. You know, like when I, I get a bill in the mail, I feel like crap. Ah, everybody's out to get me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, I feel like, you know, someone's, I just don't have enough money and I feel miserable. The whole world's just trying to nickel and dime me and everyone's trying to screw me over. But when I, we like, we like to do a sub for Santa, you know, try to find somebody who could use a hand over Christmas. And, you know, cause when I was a kid, people did sub for Santa for us and I'm always just trying to pay it forward, you know? And when we do that, we give gifts or something to a family who could, who needs it, you know, um, the world feels different. My perspective of the world is different. I feel like, you know, there are good people out there. 
you know, there's opportunities. There's people who want to give you a hand up. Everybody's not trying to screw you over. There's not a massive scarcity in the world, you know, like everything is okay. And it helps me to be in a way more positive frame of mind. Just like little acts, you know. So, uh, I mean, so if that's kind of where you want to be and that's where you want to stay, how do you incorporate that into your daily life then? How do you, how do you, I mean, we're all seeking to become something better than we are. Sure. How do we keep on that path? How do we maintain that? Um, because, you know, in our reality, it's easy to say, I don't have time every day to sit down and even if it's mentally go through a checklist of things that I'm grateful for. Because at that hmm. point, it could just become that monotonous, you know, um, rote. Right. I don't know. That doesn't help you. No, it 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 defeats the purpose if anything. So then, how do we how do we <laughs> begrudgingly do it? This? Resent it. I don't know. I always think of things. It's always be, do, have, and I'm trying to be the person I want to be, so the rest of my life will fall in line. I always think of the type of person I want to be is the guy who, you know, I, I want to have enough money that when I go out to eat with all my friends, I just pick up a check, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a look at me. It's just because I can. Yeah. Yeah, I go out with all my college buddies and we're all broke and stuff. I want to be able to just pick up the check. Or if somebody like is having trouble making a mortgage payment or something. You know, whatever. Be in a position where I can help people or just be generous in general. That's the type of ideal of person I want to be. And even if I don't have the money right now. Or if I don't have the opportunities all the time, I'm trying to find a way to be that type of person. So to do it in a daily life, I don't know. I try to keep, I don't know, maybe keep that goal in mind. And just look for little things or opportunities. Who knows, maybe a goal like this, like when you're talking, you know, essentially becoming the type of person you want to be, a daily, like... Uh, to go through and check it off daily might be, mm. you know, pushing yourself too hard. Because right. there are certain days you're just going to have a bad day. And it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a bad week. You know, sometimes stuff just isn't going your way. And it's hard mm. to be grateful, you know. I mean, you know, heaven forbid someone loses a family member. It's like, how do you how do you have any gratitude at that point? Like, <laughs> mourn. Go through and, do, you know, do those emotions. I think part of it's just excusing yourself and understanding that this doesn't have to be a daily routine, but you want to, you know, do it often enough that you're still keeping that mindset. Like you said, still keep in mind who you want to be. Cause even mm. once you reach that point, you're going to want to be something better. You're going to, you're going to push yourself more. And so I think it's just, as long as you keep that idea of who you want to be in your mind, I don't know. I don't know that necessarily going through every single morning and going through what I'm grateful for would be a, a good exercise. I, I mean, maybe weekly or monthly that would definitely be, but maybe spontaneity and this kind of stuff is is wise as well. And that's what it kind of goes back to that fake it till you make it thing. Like how much pretending is useful? You know, I don't want to post on facebook i don't want it to be in a routine i don't want to just have people see me being generous or grateful or something you know it's the difference between faking it and having this unauthentic kind of 
the routine that you go through and really meaning it, really having authenticity. Because that's what always bothered me about the fake it till you make it, is it wasn't authentic. It wasn't being true to who you are, what you feel or anything. Whereas I want to feel grateful. I want to feel like I you know, can be a generous person who actually contributes to society and stuff like that. And so I think as soon as you start making it into a routine or you start resenting it, like, oh, man, I've got to do this thing. There's one more chore I've got to check off. Then it's, it, is, it becomes inauthentic. It becomes not real, and I don't think it's helpful at that point. So not necessarily inconsistency, but not trying to schedule this in would be kind of a wise suggestion. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But I, I think a lot of it just comes down to basically being true to who you are and who you want to be. And and if and if posting every day on Facebook that, you know, life's all hunky dory and everything's perfect, if that's who you want to be, then great. But that's not <laughs> who I want to be. You know, like you said, I have very similar goals to you. I want to be that guy that, you know, if a neighbor needs something, well, even if it's not financially, like I want to be in a position to offer time, to offer, you know, a listening ear, a shoulder to to lean on you know i want to be that guy but if i go through every single day and, I, and i'm like well how do i do this how do i do this that's great but when i start like giving myself chores and duties and responsibilities to be that kind of person it, it kind of detracts from that right yeah i think the idea that i'm thinking in my head is like when i'm stuck in a place where i feel like nothing's working out or I'm like, you know, am I going to pass this test in Kansas? Is this business going to work out? You know, when I start feeling like there's not opportunities or life's not going well or there's things, when I'm not in that state of mind, to be aware of the fact that I'm in that state of mind. And that's when I want to remember, be like, oh, that I'm doing the habit again where I'm not, I feel like things aren't working out. I'm not grateful. I feel stressed and miserable. I'm not who I want to be. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I what you're saying is just use it as kind of like a check every now and then. Like when you feel like you're straying away from your goal, like you're trying to keep your goal in sight. When you feel like you're veering off, that's when you do this little check and go through and you know do the gratitude check and, and sure. I you know, determine am I, am I still on track with who I want to be. There's an old Indian legend, a Native American legend. And they talk about how it's the metaphor where there's two dogs that are pulling. I think it's an Eskimo or something. I don't know. But there are two dogs that are pulling your sled. Everyone has these two dogs. And one dog is pulling it in one direction. Another dog is pulling it in another direction. And as they pull you in different directions, you know, how do, how do you determine which one wins? The gratitude dog or the dog is just miserable and unhappy? And according to the metaphor, they say, whichever dog you feed, whatever one you feed the most, the dog who starves doesn't have the strength to keep pulling you. The dog that you feed and keep feeding, that's the direction that you're going to go. And so I think there's an element of just being aware of how you're thinking about things. Just to notice, be like, whoa, I'm feeding the wrong dog. I like that. I really do. Because then it's like, you know, there are days when that other dog can be a little stronger. When your, your negativity, your pessimism, or whatever 
the other thing you're trying battle. to fight. Yeah, and and that's normal. That's natural. That's everyone's having that kind of internal battle. Sure. But like you said, it's just you know having the presence of mind to step back and be aware. Which which am I doing today? You know, yeah. I've been just miserable, and I'm fretting work, or I'm fretting you know this, or this is super stressful. Well, am I feeding the right dog? Am I am I going in the right direction in my life? Am I still on track to be who I want to be? Because even Heading down the path of success, there's going to be stresses, there's going to be trials, there's going to be problems. But if you're oh, yeah. still heading down that path and you're still trying to be who you want to be and you're still focused on the be and not the do and the have, but you're focused on who you want to be, you'll still have those daily or not necessarily daily, but those those issues pop up every now and then. But if you just keep heading that way, then in the end, you'll still hit your goal. Right. Because even rich, successful people who are very, very generous, they don't run around all day long handing money out, you know, mm-hmm. or they don't sit around in a big room saying, man, I'm so grateful for that tile and I'm grateful for this tile and now I'm going to write it on Facebook, hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that hashtag. It's the worst thing I hate when people do that. But like when the opportunity arises they have a moment where they make a decision of what they're going to do. And those opportunities will arise. You know, somebody asks for your help, or if there's a chance that you can hold the door for somebody, if you can act like a generous person, you know, or if you can, if you are in a moment where you're complaining, you're in traffic. You know, I was in traffic yesterday. Apparently the rush hour in Kansas is just awful. The roads here are tiny. They weren't, designed for a major infrastructure for this place and so they're tiny little roads and the freeway is totally insufficient and it's totally clogged up every day at five o'clock and i'm like oh man if i had just left 30 minutes earlier i'd be fine but so i'm finding these reasons that i'm like so unhappy about the situation and it's a, maybe in a, a moment like that just to be aware be like man i'm sure not happy about this situation as i sit in my brand new car yeah with my gps and my air conditioning and my radios i'm super comfortable as i'm sitting in crappy traffic yeah with a full belly or on your way to go eat or you know what i mean there's always there's always those things so just kind of my wife so kind of what you're saying is just anytime you feel like you're not becoming the person you want to be or you just kind of have that negativity that's when it's time to to have that little bit of a reality check yeah, I think if you want to change your life, I mean, most people want to change their life because they don't like it. Why do you want to be successful in the first place? Because you feel like you're not successful. You're not where you want to be. And so when you look at the things that aren't the way that you want them to be, they're the things that you want to change, just be aware of them and start replacing them with things that make you happy. And I think that is success. You know, we want to be happy. We want to be happy in our relationships with our life and our finances and everything. We want these business deals to work out and stuff. But the end goal, these are all means. Our end goals, we want to be happy. And I think as we, if you're miserable in a moment, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm miserable and I'm feeling crappy, whatever. To realize you're miserable. Like, this is why you want to be successful, why you're working so hard at your job, why we're busting our butts on our business and everything, is to get out from under this feeling of being miserable. And so when we do get to that feeling acknowledge it and say hey i bet there's something i could be grateful for 
I bet there's some good in the world I could do. Or, you know, there's a guy in front of me who's really trying to get over and he cut me off, but I'm just going to be generous and let him in. He doesn't deserve it, but I'm going to let him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I like that. Um, especially since it's like, well, I'm doing it because because of me, not because of somebody else. Like, right. I'm taking the time to 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 make myself better to make myself stronger it's like i don't know i keep going back to kind of going to the gym and that kind of stuff it 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 takes time it takes energy it takes effort and there are a lot of times when it's like you start going down that path you're like i just don't like the way i feel i don't like the way i look i don't like you know you know what i mean we've all got our own our own hang-ups but it's like you know even those days where you just kind of like i'm having a crappy day i don't want to go to the gym i don't want to go run i don't want to go do whatever my my plan was and it's like, well, maybe this is when I should sit back, look at the the progress I've made, and then just just go, just go do it. And I think that'll that'll help. Uh, it's good to kind of just reflect and to look at, especially with gratitude. A lot of it is just seeing the world for what it is and seeing opportunities for what they are and relationships for what they are. It's kind of just sitting back and taking a reality check every now and then because we get so tunnel visions and so focused on what we're what we're trying to achieve or what we're going after what our next you know stress is or what our next goal is and it's like a lot of times we just need to sit back and just be like you know what yeah i might be stuffing stuck in traffic but like you said i have hair conditioning i've got the heat i've got i've got all this other stuff i'm not living on the streets i'm not you know i'm not dealing with you know, this addiction, or I'm not struggling with poverty, or I'm not starving to death. I'm not having to choose between getting a vaccine or a, you know, medication for my kid or, you know, putting food on the table. You know, these are all good things to just kind of every now and then just give yourself that reality check. Just make a look. I've got it really good. I mean, here in the United States, a lot of us don't travel outside the U.S., or if we do, it's to touristy areas, and so we don't see how good we really have it anyways. So I think a lot of it's hard to to be grateful for stuff that's just every day. But I think that's when it, when you're not feeling it, that's when it's crucial to sit back and look and say, you know, every day I have this blessing. I have this blessing. Like the grocery store is like 10 minutes from here and they've got fresh meat, fresh produce, fresh milk. I mean, shoot, looking back at like the way Grenada's grocery store was like, it's easy to be grateful now. <laughs> what going to the, the store on Tuesdays and Thursdays to get milk. And then chicken was good on some days. And it was like, right. it was like a crapshoot going to the store some days. Cause it's like, we don't know what's going to be there, but you know, I take for granted the opportunities, you know, that I can just go, you know, within my house, there's like four grocery stores I can go to that are all going to be fully stocked. And, and it's like, always open and you have a yeah. car there and you have money yeah. to get anything you want. Yeah. And I think that's, I think it's it's good to, to sit back and just kind of see the world for what it really is, and to and if you don't like what it is, change it. Sure. And that's what we're point, doing. Go ahead. I think it's important to remember the point. The point to feel grateful is to remember, ultimately, to make you happy. Why it's okay to be happy. Remember why it's okay to make you happy. And like you're saying, it's going to take time. It's a habit. We have this huge habit. And most of us have habits we've been developing for decades, our whole lives, you know. And to undo these habits and to develop new habits is like going to the gym. It's going to be hard work. So don't beat yourself up. Oh, man. 
I didn't do gratitude right. I suck at this. I hate this. This is so stupid. <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong again. <laughs> I think it, almost if the place that you have to start out is if you notice that you're not happy. Even just to be grateful for the awareness of a potential situation that you could work on. Maybe you're still grouchy. Maybe you're in traffic and you just flip off everyone around you and you're cutting people off. But you're aware at least of the fact that, you know, this isn't who I want to be. At least be grateful for that moment of insight. You know? Yeah. It's hard though. Especially with like... When it seems like, I mean, a lot of us are so stressed with work or family or school or all these responsibilities and duties and payments and like, it's hard sometimes to see through the stress. But when you do have those moments of clarity and the, the ability to take that step back, I think that's when it's most important too. Well, I think people avoid those moments of clarity because if, if you're in traffic and you're being a dick to everybody and you see somebody who recognizes you and you're like, Oh man, I feel so bad. And you know, and you feel bad. It's almost like when you self reflect, you are that other person viewing yourself. And I think it's easy for us to feel bad. Like, Oh man, I'm, I'm not living up to what I should be. I know I'm a better person instead of feeling bad and beating ourselves up. Cause that's what would steer us away from being willing to look at ourselves and be self-aware and just being aware of how we feel. Don't beat yourself up. Be grateful and be like, you know what? This is who I am. I know my starting place. <laughs> we're starting from a guy who's a jerk to everyone in traffic. And we're going to work up from there. The other thing. I was... I don't know. One of, one of these meetings, one of these business convention, mindset meetings, whatever. Self-help something. And it was interesting. They brought somebody up on stage. And they did an experiment and they said, I want you to, I don't know, lift something or break a board or something. But the whole time you're going to be talking about you're not good enough and keep doing the self-affirmation. Keep telling yourself you're not strong enough. You're not good enough. I'm too stupid. Nobody likes me. I'm not going to be able to do this. And you watch them fumble around on stage. They couldn't do it. But then they did the experiment over again and they said, now tell yourself you can do it. And remember all the times that you've done this before, you know, or times that you've been successful in your life. Remember the times that you've been strong or think about all of these times when you've done anything good, you've accomplished goals, you know, people were proud of you for things. And remember all these good things about you. And then they were much more adept at doing the same exact task, which is really interesting. And I think about this and I think, you know, gratitude is almost looking at, all the times you've been successful in life. I'm grateful. I've got a car that works. I had to do this and this and that to get that car. I have this job. You had to go to school for that job. And I had to do this. And even if I'm paying these stupid student loans, <laughs> I work really hard in school. And I had to apply for that school. And I had to, and you, it almost forces you to like reflect back on the successes in your life. It reminds you all the good things that you can do and accomplish and all the good things that are still going to happen. 
Well, it, it, it allows you to kind of own your successes. And like you said, right. for me, one of the biggest stumbling blocks I have right now is the whole idea of do I deserve right. my goals? Do I deserve to be successful in the avenues that I'm seeking success in? Can I really do this? Yeah. Can it really I, happen to me? Everybody yeah. that. And, and I think sitting back and and doing this every now and then, you know, doing the whole grateful thing, like being grateful for the, the stuff you, for the things you have, and then also realizing what you had to do to get there. I think that, like you said earlier, that helps you realize that, you know, at some point you do reach that stage where you truly have earned it. You, you've, you know, if, if you go to the gym and put in, you know, six months worth of dedicated hard work, you're going to see some changes and you've earned it. You deserve that. You you have put in the time and the effort. If you if you study business or you study finances and you put in the effort to make things work and you you know start your own businesses or you know really find good solid mentoring and do real estate and you know you put in the time, the success is yours. You've earned it. It's just mm-hmm. so easy to to look back at the negative things and and say you know what I I don't deserve it. I don't earn it. But it's great to to reaffirm yourself every every now and then. You know what? I I'm grateful for what I have and this is why I'm grateful for what I have. You know, like you said, I'm grateful for the car I have. But, you know, to have that car, I've worked at this job or I've done this or I've I've learned this so that I could do this or you know, it's good to 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 realize that, you know, sometimes the things we're grateful for are things that we've started the cascade of events for. Mm-hmm. I've read about people who have these New Year's resolutions where they go somewhere and they reflect on all their successes in the last year, all the things that they did really well, you know, and they, they reflect on all this stuff and then they set new goals for the new successes and they want to push themselves even further. And I think that it's a great way to start with, you know, look at all the stuff that we did and just being grateful for everything that was possible, you know, everything that happened. And it kind of propels you forward into new successes. You know, I'm capable of this. And we did this. And it really did work out. And we're, you know, grateful for this. And we're just so happy that it worked out. You know, to instead remember. Of, yeah. In, instead, instead of focusing of on like, like well, I was, I'm too bad. I'm too lazy. I'm too uneducated. I'm too unsuccessful right. in these avenues. But to take it from the mindset of look at what I've done. Now let's just right. be better than that. And it could be easy just to sit there and be like, you know, I set all these goals and I didn't accomplish them. I only got halfway there. And, you know, there's this that didn't work out. And this and Instead, look at the stuff that did work out. You got halfway there. Cool. Be grateful for the half that you got and realize you can push forward, you know? Yeah. And then at that point, it's good because you can sit back and say, look at – the, the successes I have, what stopped me right. from reaching my goals? What was the right. limiting factors at that point? What held me back? And then you can reevaluate and focus on those instead of, you know, looking at it from a negative way. You're 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 looking at things through a positive lens, and it's like, well, I did. I'm trying to think of you know last year, a lot of what I was doing was just research and studying and prepping my mind, and it's like that's you know initially seemed fruitless, but then you know. 
when we started the business and everything, it's like I can look back and say, you know, I was this close. All I needed was this mm-hmm. last little bit of nudge or, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, it, it's good to, to come from a positive spin when you're looking at who you want to be versus a negative spin and, and just only focus on things that you hate about yourself or the things right. that that you're you're disappointed, you know, that I keep falling into this vice or this trap. It's like, no, no, no. I was able to do this. Now let's just better myself here. Let's better myself there. It, it changes the way you, you approach these things too and the way you set goals. It's not like, well, I'm fat and I want to lose 20 pounds. It's, you know, right. you know I, I did good. I, I watched what I ate and I kind of plateaued and I didn't want to gain weight. But now let's focus mm-hmm. on this. Let's focus on, you know, doing a little bit more of what watching what I eat. And then we'll focus on, you know, going to the gym just a couple times a week or walking more, take the stairs. I don't know, whatever. Whatever your success, instead of focusing on the, the shortcomings, focus on the successes and just make those successes more abundant and bigger and grander. Yeah. Because if you focus on your failures, that's what you get. You focus on the successes that you've had, that's what you get. Like I have a buddy in medical school who's like 38, 39, something. And he's so fixated on what a failure he is in life for being a 39 year old, still in school, still going to medical school. He's surrounded by like 22 year old kids, you know, people (laughs) who are like 15, 20 years younger than him, something, you know, and he feels like such a failure when he compares himself to all these people or the other people his age who have successful jobs and stuff. And it's like, it holds him back because he has this absolute belief that he's not as good as the people around him. And so he never performs as well. He never does as well in tests. He's he's not the class president. And he always holds himself back because he doesn't believe that he's really accomplished anything. And it's like, man, you're in medical school. I know so many people who didn't even get that far, who got rejected flat out or failed out, who didn't even get as far as you. And I know people who are older than you, who are just starting this process. I went to school with a guy who was in his 50s when I was in my bachelor's, you know? Good friends of mine. Their business fell apart and everything. They had all these problems, and so they went back to school to try to put their life together, and they're just shooting to be a nurse. But my buddy's... He's in his late 30s. He's going to be a doctor. He's in such a better position. And I think that type of thing where if you'd stop and be like, you know, yeah, I'm I'm late to this whole success game. Because it's easy to say that, you know, like I want to be a successful business person, but I'm already old and, you know, I don't have these guys who are young, these young bucks, you know, they're the ones who are going to be successful. I'm, a, I'm an old guy. It's, you know, a little late for me to be changing careers and all this stuff. But I think if you stop and say, I'm just grateful I started now instead of a year from now or 10 years from now, I'm grateful that I finally get it now, that I am here now, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, how often in our conversations or even in the last couple of podcasts that we said, you know, had we only just started 10 years ago. And it's only... easy to do that. It really is. And it's self-defeating. And it's, it's... it's like my buddy. Yeah, it just holds you back where, you know, and we've had to have this kind of conversation and it's, you know, it's like, well, look where we are now. At least we're here. Like you're here. You're on that track. You're on that path to your success. Mm -hmm. Just, just, you know, be grateful for that. Relish in that. 
and just keep moving forward. Whereas it, mm-hmm. it really is super easy to say, you know, we're in our thirties. Like <laughs> we, all we have is nothing but debts to show for it. And, you know, we're sure. just getting started down this avenue and this path. And, and I mean, where were we in high school when we should have been starting down all this stuff? You know what I mean? You know, 15 years ago. But Especially when I, I've got friends who are high school dropouts who made it to millionaire status by 19. And I know lots of people who have major success really early, really young, really easy, and it just worked out. And here I am in my 30s, tons of debt. You know, my mother-in-law makes fun of me all the time because you live out of your car, you're you're moving around from med school wherever you go, etc. And it's easy to beat yourself up. But if you focus on that, you focus on those weaknesses, you focus on the things that don't work out, the things you're not happy about. It it's like that person on stage telling themselves I'm I'm not strong enough. I'm too weak. I can't do this. And it leads to inferior bad results. It it leads you to where you don't want to be. But gratitude I think gives you the chance to reaffirm what's going good. You know. <laughs> Telling yourself, yeah, I did this and I have this success and I, you know, I got a family, I got these things working in my life that I'm really grateful for. And it pumps you up, you know? Yeah. And and that's something that, you know, I'm still working on. You know, it's a daily thing. Like I said, we're, we're I feel like I'm behind the eight ball. I feel like I was dumb and stupid and made dumb decisions, but that's not who I am. That's just the situation that I was in before. I didn't know any better. Now I do know better. And let's just move on from where we are. It's, yeah, it's so easy to focus on the negative and to, to be that person and to just and root to be yourself resentful. there. Yeah. And, and, and there's, there's no growth. There's no development. There's no progression. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're just halting yourself. Whereas, no, I mean, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're the type of person who finds, authentic joy in what you're doing or you're happy about something I read a book somewhere that said people like being around happy people you'll attract more successful happy type people into your life you'll be around those people you'll make those connections you want to be a successful person you got to act like them you got to think like them you got to be comfortable around them if those successful people were around you and you were pessimistic oh man you know it took me forever to get here they wouldn't be comfortable around you you know how do you start developing those kind of relationships when you scare everybody off because you're such a pessimistic ungrateful negative whatever you know I definitely think the trick is not to beat yourself up. But it's so easy, though. When it's almost like it's been programmed to constantly be evaluating ourselves. I mean, the whole time I was in school, I was taught to evaluate. Am I doing good enough? How do I stack up against other people comparing myself? You know, where, where am I on the bell curve? It's well, so it was never like, you got 97%, it's you got minus three. And it's like, right. you focus on the negative still. It's Here's like, your man, you got where you 97% of them correct. It. It's like, you got 3% wrong. And it's mm-hmm. just fighting that, like I said, that innate way we've been raised to to stop mm-hmm. focusing on negativity, focus on the good things, and move from, forward from there. Because there's no progressing when you're focused on negativity. But when you focus on your strengths and 
acknowledge your growth and you're grateful for the things that have happened you really embrace it and you're grateful and you welcome that growth and you're excited and happy about it you keep growing but if you're like man i'm not growing fast enough i'm not as good as everyone else and you find reasons that you're miserable it it becomes your fixation and that's who you are i've learned that when i've been studying for the stupid test i'm studying <laughs> for the medical boards right now and the more i tell myself man because every time you take a question every single time it tells you how many percent of the thousands of people taking the same question got it right, how many got wrong, where you stack up compared to everybody else. And I'm always way below. You know what I mean? Everyone else, you know, 76% of people got this right. You know, or of the 100 questions I take, I got 50% right. But the average student gets 70%. And I feel like I'm always behind, you know? And so it, I do worse and worse and worse the more I feel like that. But if I stop and say, dude, I got 50% right. You know how many people in the world could get 50% right on a medical board? Not many. And then the next time I get 55% and I'm like, booyah. I did that today. I got 30%, then 40 then 50%. And I was so excited and I was grateful for how much I was moving forward and it kept me moving forward. As opposed to saying, you got 30% right. You got two thirds of them wrong. Drop out now. Just quit. That little voice in the back of your head, you know? Yeah. But again, it just goes back to how do you quiet that? How do you keep that down? And this is one good way to do it is to just, instead of focusing on that voice, just be like, well, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I've done. How can I move forward from here instead of, well, man, I've sucked. This is, I'm behind everyone. It's just easy to, to fix it on the negative, but it's hard every once in a while. You got to just stop yourself and say, you know what? I did good. Even if it's not as good as you wanted, you still did good. Just stick to that and keep rolling, keep moving. Well, I was thinking about this based on something you said once. I think I was complaining about taxes. I'm like, yeah, man, make $500,000, you're going to have to pay half your income in taxes. You're at the highest tax bracket. Isn't that so miserable? And you said something like, yeah, but you made $500,000. You know, you, you still made a ton of money. And in that moment, I kind of realized, like, you know, that's true. There's Either you can be happy about all the money you made, or you can be miserable about how many taxes you have to pay. I, I remember reading something. It reminded me of something I read in a book or something. The guy buys a Ferrari, you know, and he complains that, man, it costs so much to get an oil change. I'm like, yeah, but you have a Ferrari. Aren't you happy about that? And they can sit and nitpick it all away and make it just miserable. Every good thing becomes miserable. As opposed to anybody else, you'd be like, oh, I'm so grateful to have this awesome car. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And when you get success, I think it's easy to forget how awesome it is to have success. Because you're always looking at the next level. I wish I, you know, I own one international business. I wish I owned two. Yeah. I made a six-figure income. I wish it was seven. <laughs> you know? And so at that point, it's best to just go back to who do you want to be? What's your what's your end goal? Focus on the the focus on the your purpose and not your path. Right. To, to step you back. You can still shoot high. Absolutely, it's best to aim high. Always aim high. But, just, but you can enjoy the journey. 
Aim high and don't stare at your feet. <laughs> don't feel bad <laughs> if you're not high yet. Yeah, if you're not um, high enough, just keep keep moving. I don't know. It's just super easy step. to be negative. It is. But but it's not who we want to be. That's not the it's not the type of you know, men and women that most people want to be. I mean, like you said, not every, we had this conversation earlier today, maybe it was yesterday. Not everyone wants success in certain avenues. Not everyone wants certain things. But if you do your go after it, success is not your next door neighbors, and that's okay. Be grateful for the success you have. Keep moving forward, and don't worry about them. Just worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where we'll end. But that's the point. That's, I mean, that's what I've been thinking about lately. Is this that idea? That idea of gratitude and being generous and being that kind of person and self-reflecting on the good things in life and focusing on, you know, being grateful for stuff. I like <laughs> it. I'll work on that this week. Start focusing on more, like trying to have those moments of clarity where I'm focused on the good things. But just don't beat yourself up if you don't do as well as you thought. The fact that you're doing it all doing anything at all, congratulate yourself. Like, hey, you know, I'm working on something. I'm becoming a better person. Instead of, man, I know better. I know I should be doing better. Don't do that. Be happy. <laughs> That's the goal. Be happy. Awesome. Well, that's episode three. Until next time. Have a good night. <laughs>